Hello, so welcome to Season 3, Episode 12 of A Better Father. So something that's been on my mind lately has been, I listen to Scott Galloway a lot. I like his podcast, I've liked the books of his I've read. Um, he just seems to be a very positive force in the world right now, in my opinion, and listening to him. And he has a question he tends to ask, and he talks to people in technology, professors, like he's got access to all these people and he's talking about like when they're having new books launch and while they're working on stuff. Well, he was just at a code conference with um, his partner on Pivot, uh, whose name is escaping me right now. And he was interviewing the CEO of Snapchat and going over all the questions about how it dropped and what they're planning. And then he ends the conference by asking him how he balances being the CEO of a billion dollar company and a father. And I don't know if it took the guy by surprise, but he kind of felt like he stumbled a little bit. And he talked about how his kids were at home and they were going to bed and he was doing this conference and then he had a big meeting tonight, kind of doing that avoidance thing of trying to figure out how to get to an answer of talking about everything but how he balances it. And then he kind of started getting into the parenting side of it and just like, it'd be really great if I could get, you know, home to my kids tonight and get him a story or whatever, but I just don't think it's going to work out. And and then he just kind of like started talking about his wife and how she was traveling, how they have a nanny. And I, I can't say this for certain because I listened to it. There was uh, no recording of it I saw, but it just felt like Scott paused and held there. And... And then it just kind of like ended the interview. And honestly, I kind of started to like space out a little bit too, because I was just like, you're and this. This is the point of this podcast is to talk about where my brain went with it, because he keeps asking these people, which again, that's who he's interviewing and who he's talking to. I get it. But it seems as if he's talking to people who are making the sacrifice of being a parent, being at home with their kids, raising their kids more directly or more involved to do this other thing. And then this is where the conflict comes in. So as he's talking to this guy, one, I just don't think you should ask this guy that question. If you're trying to get to a beneficial, helpful answer to the people who listen to you, hearing a billionaire talk about how he raises his kid probably doesn't pertain to me at all. I mean, again, it's his show. I like him. I listen to it. But it's know your audience, choose who what question you ask which person to. And, you know, you get that professor who just happens to get lucky with the book they read that becomes a bestseller and they start to get recognized. That might be a better person to ask that question to because they had a balance, they're finding a balance, or maybe not, but that's, you know, let's figure that out. But this billionaire who prioritizes a meeting with a bunch of people over his kid's bedtime is not the guy I want to listen to. And the... the hard part about that is he's talking to these people about how and he does ask a lot of tech people about how they find the balance and i just couldn't help think like you're asking the guy who's a part of the system that's creating these addictive apps that have been shown to make our children more depressed add to cutting in girls like just one thing after another and you're asking the guy 
whose kids may end up being addicted to the app he's creating that will then make them sadder in life what he's doing to balance. And I just, it was so frustrating and it was so heartbreaking. One, to hear his answer. Two, you're asking the guy, like Scott gets very down on Facebook and all the damage they do and how Instagram is literally, survey says, adding to teen depression and making girls cut themselves. Uh, Emergency room visits have gone up. And then he asked this other guy, like, he's not part of the problem. And it's just, it was so frustrating and so heartbreaking. And so, one, I'm saying this to get it out of my head because it just has been spiraling for the last two weeks. And two, uh, to put the thought in your head, I guess, of, like, who are we turning to to look at as the people we choose to to idolize or model ourselves after or look at for inspiration. And when we do that, when we have these influence, those become our children's influences. What we directly put out into our children's universe, which we are our children's universe, even if we're absent or making different choices or choosing not to be so directly involved, that affects their universe directly. So we're a part of their universe, whether we're actively choosing to be a part of it or not. And then those choices will have ramifications down the road. And I've also been trying to balance this thought with the choices I have made, where yes, I could be making more money doing something else, but it would take away from my daughter. And then it's like, how much of that money am I just turning over to somebody else raising my kid? She could live in, when she's with me, maybe a bigger house, which neither one of us want. And I've talked to her about it, so I'm not making assessments. Like she just, we just hang out together. We read together. We don't need more rooms, more house. And that's for us. And, but I go out, I make more money. Now I can buy us a house that's bigger and maybe gives her more room to run around in. Maybe gives us a playroom, maybe makes our situation a little less cluttered. So a positive, but now I have to work. And the jobs that I've typically had in the past were retail, restaurant management, stuff like that which you can make very good money at those things, but your hours are different. I would start missing bedtimes. I'd be paying somebody else to be with my kid. It would be harder to dictate or have my uh, holidays because when you work in those industries, typically you are giving up holidays. And then we could be doing vacations, like bigger, better vacations, but I have a whole theory and philosophy on that where Whenever I've offered to do this stuff with her, she usually just wants to chill and hang out with me. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, saves me money, but like, we can go do this, we can go do that. And there are literally days we've had stuff planned to go somewhere the next day. And she's just like, no, I'd rather just stay here. It's like, okay. Uh, But anyway, that's a whole other side story. So anyway, the improvements to our life, as far as I can see by doing that is less time with her less interaction, less what I hope and believe to be a positive influence, less interactions, less conversations, less moments to learn who she is and understand her and get where she's coming from or what she, who she's crushing. Like all these little things that come out because of the time we spend together where I know her better and she knows me better because I say things or I stumble or I mess up or I get frustrated at bad traffic or whatever. And then she gets to know who I am. Like, the trade-off of the monetary increases for us is just less time with each other. And that seems not great. And again, you have to make improvements. You have to make a certain amount of money to survive and blah, blah, blah. 
but like, what's the break point? And then what is it my job is putting into the universe? What is it my job is going to ultimately do? And again, this is my view. I'm just washing my brain out a little bit. But when you ask a billionaire tech CEO who's creating something that has been shown to be harmful to a subset of people, like that's not really the guy I want to get parenting advice from. And it turned out to be true because it was basically like, well, I'd like to be a dad, but I got dudes who need to talk to me about making more billions of dollars. And just to kind of like wash this whole thing out, he was talking to him about how he had an option to sell. And he, and he's just like, no, like this is my life's passion and stuff, which Again, this is where it gets <laughs> conflicting for me because, okay, that's your thing. But if so, if I were smart enough or whatever to have created something that somebody was willing to buy off me so I would never have to work again or I could go, go do another passion project or whatever it is, then I could take that money to be a better dad during that period or during this this very formative period. And I just, I'm really struggling with it. And I, it, it bothered me that he asked this guy this question. And then if you're going to ask the question, then I feel like you're held responsible for that answer. And if the answer, and I swear Scott didn't like the answer, then there should be a moment. Or he actually made it his last question, like, now we're going to wrap up and I'm going to ask you the most important question is how do you be a parent and then have nothing to be able to counter it with or say with or whatever. It was just so frustrating. And the other frustrating part is there's people in that audience who are listening who I assume or feel took away, oh yeah, I'm going to have to give up time with my kids to create this world-changing app, which may or may not be beneficial and may or may not actually do any good and may or may not be around in five or 10 years just by attrition alone. So you're putting this effort into this thing that's just starting to take a hit. Overall, we're starting to see the bad, we're starting to see the repercussions. And I remember in this, so I worked at a restaurant with a really great manager and it just, I think this is why I ended up leaving that restaurant was this one thing, which that's a whole other side story. But my boss told me, so there was three of us managers. We were a pretty good team. We worked well together. We all liked each other, blah, blah, blah. But one of the other, so he was the big general manager and then there was two of us managers. And of the two of us managers, one of them was getting ready to have a kid or whatever. And there was something that happened and I don't remember all the details around it, but I just remember my big boss saying to me, like, he didn't want us to help out the other guy because he needed him to learn that he was going to have to make these sacrifices and then he wasn't going to always get to be able to be home because of this job. He wasn't going to be able to go put his kid to sleep many nights, all this stuff. And I was just like, and I get the view and philosophy and we're responsible for all the people that work for us. And we have to make sure that they're taking care of it, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, we, we could make it so we could. <laughs> like we could figure this out so that, yes, there's going to be a sacrifice once in a while. Yes, there's something that's going to happen or I get in a car accident on the way to work and he gets stuck there or whatever. Like there's always things, but to err on the side of putting this person in the position to not be with their kid and their newborn kid, which, you know, I think that matters for the parent maybe more than the kid, but as the kid gets older and to just make sure they understood, I was like, but I could work for him 
so he could go home and then he could, you know, reciprocate that. Or I was single at the time with no kids. And I was just like, so we can make it so this could work for him. We, we could help him to be able to be a better father by being home with his kid. And it's just that philosophy of work comes first. And, you know, it's about, and again, there are sacrifices when you choose to be a manager, but to force the situation on somebody, to force them to have to give up time with their kid to try to prove a point seemed idiotic and horrible. And, and it just, to this day, it just sticks with me of like, no, we could help him not be able to be home with his kid and not have to try to prove a point to him that he probably understands or if it happened, he would get. It's not like we were trying to teach him to ride a horse or something. And it's like, well, he has to figure it out. Like, and then he's just going to learn one day. No, like, it was so frustrating. So I've kind of talked about this a little bit before, but when he asked that question and the amount of people who may have taken away from this situation of like, oh yeah, my kid comes second so I can make more billions, so I can make this thing. And it's just like, like when you're looking at those things, and actually I just heard this on a podcast interview that Ryan Holiday did on the Daily Stoic, where when we look at what we're getting, so it's like you move from one job to the other because it's more money, but we don't always think about all the things that go around with it. Like, and the premise was you like your job, you're happy at it, you get recruited out, they offer you a five, 10, 20, 50,000 more dollars. And then you only leave this job, you kind of like that you're making good money at now anyway, for more money, but you don't consider the commute you're now, you go from 10 minutes to an hour, or maybe you don't like these people as much. You didn't take time to go get to know who the bosses were, how the structure worked. So all the things you get up, give up just to make more money, which again, can be beneficial, can be life-changing, can help you out, can do all these things. So, but we just don't know the point of the podcast with Ryan Holiday was we don't consider all these things. We just like, Oh, more money. I'm going to go over here now and make more money. And then all the things with come with that. And so that's, that's just kind of like all this blarging coming out of my brain as all these things have kind of hit. And it's just heartbreaking that when you hear an answer to something, when you're listening to somebody you respect or enjoy or get joy out of or understand or whatever it is, to then process just because you like them, just because you like their past stuff, what's coming out of what they're saying or how that's affecting their day-to-day or or not taking every bit of information in that comes in from a respected or trusted source, to just think about it. Because even though it's a liked and trusted source, doesn't mean all the information coming out of that source is good or right or positive or true for you or your situation. And so anyway, so that's... That's the blargy thought in my head now. I have like a couple other things that have come up recently from podcasts I listen to and like and respect where just what they're, the information they're putting out. And I, and again, it's critical thinking of, oh, I like and respect you. And, you know, 60, 70, 80, 90% of the stuff you say I'm on board with, but I can't be on board 100%. And so let's let's try to process that stuff out. Let's not try to think that or think critically or understand where it's coming from or the sacrifices or choices that are being made when we do this. And I do struggle because we could make more money. And again, wrapping this back around to me, but I just haven't found the catalyst yet that would make whatever amount of money that is worthwhile. And it seems like the more money of a situation I could get into, 
the more time I would give up with my daughter. The more I could make, the more I could do X, Y, or Z. It's like every dollar is just a minute or an hour or a day or a moment or a holiday or something that I would give up with my daughter. And I just haven't found, like if I was like, here's $50 million, I'd be like, okay, maybe. But it's like, one, then I would just take the 15, quit. But it's also like, what, ah. Anyway, I think I've made my point and I'm still just kind of like working through this in my head, which is why I decided to jump on here and record this because I'm working it out and to also share with you and maybe help your thought process with the stuff you listen to or if something doesn't ring right in your life with somebody you trust or like or what they said or didn't say and how you're processing and putting that all together because that's what I'm trying to do. And the, okay, I'm going to keep rambling. So I'm going to cut this off right now. Hopefully that gave you some food for thought. Um, agree or disagree, you know, take it how you want to take it, go where you want to go with it. But that's where I'm at. Um, I would recommend if you're not listening to Pivot, uh, Kara Swisher, that's the name I couldn't remember earlier, and Scott Galloway do the podcast Pivot, and they had a she had a code conference. Uh, that's what she calls a code conference, and they've been putting the uh, interviews from that out on their podcast feed. So uh, I would highly, highly recommend listening to that. Just one to see where I'm coming from, see if you disagree or agree. And um, it's just a great listen. So, all right. Thank you very much. I appreciate being here. I appreciate you listening. Uh, I keep saying I'm back on track or I'm here. Things keep coming up. Things keep happening. So I, I'm trying to get the rhythm back down for getting my thoughts out and sharing them with the people who choose to listen to me share my thoughts. And I'll talk to you later. Goodbye.